two, one, two, three. The ghosts are calling out of work today. They got way better things to do than work some nine to five. They got no use for living, breathing currency. But we all do because we're still alive. Welcome to The Good, The Rad, and The Spooky, where we talk about the first of us, the worst of us, and the cursed of us. I'm Connor. So cursed. So So cursed. cursed. I'm Vale, and I'm cursed. Yeah, it's true. Uh, My curse is I had a lot of uh, a lot of work done on my teeth throughout high school, and in my twenties, it didn't amount to very much. (laughs) Oh, that sucks. Wait, I'm sorry. You good, fam? No, yeah, I'm good. I'm just thinking like if I were actually cursed, it would probably have something to do with my teeth. I don't think I'm Uh... actually cursed. I just think. Oh, really? Oh, because I every now and again I think I'm cursed. Oh yeah, what's your curse? Well, I don't know if it's a specific thing necessarily, but it always just kind of feels like inconveniences follow me everywhere. Yeah. Actually, you know what? You know what it is? No, I found what's the that? curse. I found the curse. I know what it is. Uh-huh. I can't get through uh, a fast food drive-through <laughs> without one thing in my order being wrong. <laughs> cool. I feel like that's Burke a relatively is definitely common cursed. curse, but I, I dig it. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe, what's Burke's maybe curse? Maybe it's relatively common. Burke's comment. Burke's curse is that he is consistently. I swear, they pull out all the stupid drivers mm. to drive when Burke's on the road. <laughs> so a Truman Show esque thing where really, anytime though? he gets behind the wheel, there's just a, a slew of people on the ready. Yes. To, okay. Yes. It's I think legitimately that. what it feels like. It's That's like a cool we curse. live in the same town. We drive on the same streets. We could be we could be driving from our mm-hmm. place to the same location, and he will undoubtedly come across three idiots, <laughs> and I will have smooth sailing. I will even have like green lights the whole way there. Shoot. So Burke is super cursed, man. Sounds like our curses kind of even themselves out. I, I think these people think so. are our dear audience. These people. <laughs> These Are, people. These, these people. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, that was way too informal of me. Um, the folks at home probably think we're talking about witchcraft or curses. We're actually not. We are uh, here. I'm. I'm gonna lay out a uh, good rad synopsis because Vale's yeah, not yeah, super duper familiar say, with this one. No. Which is no part of the fun not. for today's episode. Um, I'm excited. So, the deepest cut I can think of. Oh, is, good. I this love is, it. I love it's it's a SpongeBob reference from like the middling episodes, like right before it got completely unfunny. I don't remember. Oh, dang. Yeah. Uh, there, it was a cowboy episode, and at one point, uh, some kid was like, the, you know, you see a, a, a guy standing next to a farmer, and he's like, Pa, what's all that about? And he's like, I ain't your pa. And there's your good rat synopsis. <laughs> wow. It's Pa, what's that about? I ain't your pa. <laughs> So. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Shoot. today we're talking about okay. The Last of Us, if, the first. Oh, I was gonna say, let me let me see if I can find oh, a ah, horror penis. that like I would know of that that could fit under that, but I can't. So, uh, yeah, it's Last of Us. Jk. Yeah, we are talking about The Last of Us, the hey! masterpiece from 2013 that came out on the PlayStation 3. Um, this yep. is a, uh, this, this piece has actually been really cycling through the me- media a lot lately because last year, uh, I think a year ago as of like yesterday when we're recording or something like that, I want to say it was June 18th last year, uh, mm-hmm. is when part two came out 
And that made a lot of waves uh, and division in, I guess, the video game journalist community and a lot of players just being really upset over it. We're not talking about any of that today. Um, that's just why oh, it's been in the news. Um, we, uh, But uh, another, I guess, reason why it's been on everyone's mind is because there's been a show that has been announced. I think it's coming out on HBO or something like that. Uh, but oh. it's starring Pedro Pascal and what is her name? I love him. I know. He's pretty fantastic. Uh, Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey, who you might know from Netflix's Hilda or she's in Game of Thrones. <gasps> oh, yeah, she's super cool. Oh my god. Hilda's one of my comfort things. Oh, Hilda's oh, marvelous. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Love Hilda. Okay. Yeah, really, really great show. Okay, cool. Um, so now, she'll be playing... I, mm -hmm. Go ahead. I do have a question. Yeah, I do have please. a question, but but you f feel free to finish your thought. Uh -huh. I, I feel like you were launching into some... No, no, no. I, I was just saying uh, The, the Last of Us is something that is, I feel like, f you know, for something that came out in 2013, it's something that consistently has been talked about or at least, you know, cycled through the media in some way, shape, or form. Uh, and part of that has to do with the fact that, you know, there's always been kind of something on the horizon. Uh, you can also lend it to the fact that part two was delayed so many times. So it really Ooh. was just kind of, yeah, on the back of people's mind for a while. Um, but anyway, mm -hmm. end, of, end of thought there. That's just kind of okay. your media introduction to The Last of Us. Bye. Well, no, this is very important. I, yeah. I, I will say really quickly before I share, ask my question is I have uh, my cohort, my, my master's cohort. Yes, yes. Um, they were studying video games. And so mm. every now and again, something like this will kind of happen and they'll be like, oh, this, this thing. And they'll go off uh, on a slightly esoteric <laughs> take and I'll be like, boy, I wish I could understand what's happening. And they'll right. have to like backtrack and give me like a massive PowerPoint presentation. So I was kind of expecting you to launch into that. <laughs> and since you didn't, now I feel the need to go and text them and be like, what can you tell me about The Last of Us? No, no, no. That's, <laughs> that's okay. If you want to PowerPoint pre present this up. Not that I, I gonna... don't. Not that I don't trust you right. to do that. <laughs> Just that I'm used to that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, that so. sounds like uh, that. That's that's a very um, typical tactic of a uh, video game major. I feel. Yeah, I mean, it, so. they're they're an excellent educator. I will. I, will say that. I, <laughs> I mean I that in a good way. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, no, no, no. We we love this. We love this kind of behavior. My question for you is, Connor, the <laughs> last time that you recommended a video game to me, it made me cry. Are we gonna do that again? Uh, yes, yes, but <laughs> don't worry. No, we're we're. <laughs> Because the story itself in this game is like, I don't know, 14 hours long, we're not going to hit the synopsis as oh. critically. It, it, okay. it, it is very, um, hmm. it's driven in chapters. Um, so it feels kind of like you're, you're playing it almost episodically. Um, okay, cool. And throughout the game, you will enter literal different seasons. So uh, you can kind of approach it that way. It feels like, you know, undertaking a mini series if you are... Uh, if you, uh, as the audience, are, you know, maybe in a backseat gamer role or something like that, if you're watching someone okay. play, all in all, it's going to be about 14 hours. Um, so, all that to say, we're not going to try and jam-pack 14 hours of 
very deliberate narrative and tension and obviously gameplay that makes up the majority of it. We're not going to try and cram that all into the summary here. Um, yeah, I'd so much rather you didn't do that. Yeah, no, that that sounds boring and like bad podcasting. So, I uh, mean... <laughs> you have a very lovely voice, Connor. Oh, well, thank you. That's but uh, I don't think anyone would want to listen to me try to explain the whole game. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I just have ADHD. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Good luck oh, holding right. my attention for 14 hours. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Let's, uh, so uh, let's agree to let's crack not into do this. that. Yeehaw. But I'm going to kind of cram it down. We're going to hit just the big focal points this. of the narrative. Um, and then I want to go a little more into, uh, I guess, well, uh, I'm, I'm going to lay a groundwork really quick before we dive into the narrative. Sure, yeah. And then we'll talk about the themes and the characters a little more there at the end. Uh, so what is The Last of Us? The Last of Us is a narratively driven third person uh, stealth survival shooter. Those are a lot of things. But so All is right, this game. All right, love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but game, I get that. I got that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We're good. Uh, so the game begins with uh, a pretty simple scene, um, and it employs something that I think is very unique to video games. Um, I mean, it's it's utilized in books in a lot of ways, but it's that uh, you begin the game as a character who isn't in most of the game. Um, you hmm. start the game playing as Joel's daughter, Sarah. And uh, so, the, okay, we'll, we'll get this out of the way. Joel and Ellie are the two main characters in this story. Uh, if you okay. look at the cover of the game, uh, Joel is played by Troy Baker and Ellie played by Ashley Johnson. They are two absolutely incredible uh, voice actors. You'll see them all over video games, Critical Role, various nerdy nonsense. They'll be there. Um, awesome. Anyway, yes, so we have uh, the scene begins with Joel's daughter, Sarah, sleep on the couch, and she gives him a birthday present. And it's a nice little sweet exchange. Uh, we fast forward to later in the night, and um, there you, you, you begin the game while playing as Sarah. This gives you kind of a little familiarity for how to just move around, how to navigate. And the first thing you'll notice when playing this game is the amount of sheer detail that is behind every little set piece. Every room mm. is just littered with props and furniture. And uh, this, uh, again, I want to say this game originally came out in 2013. Um, so just to see this amount of detail that the developer Naughty Dog puts behind it is so, so enveloping and uh, really, really cool to be huh. a part of. Um, so I... that, yeah, you start things off as, as Sarah and she notices her dad is missing. She's looking around, calling for him. Um, there's some stuff on the news. Uh, you know, a reactor, something bursts a few blocks away. You can tell some, it, it's, it's the start of some bad, bad news, bad juju. Yeah, all right. Uh, if you've ever <laughs> seen a zombie apocalypse <laughs> movie, you're like, uh-oh, it smells uh -huh. like this. So, yeah, pretty quick, we are driven into a very quick scene of uh, Joel, the father, coming home and scooping up Sarah, and he meets his brother Tommy. So the three of them are driving through town. They're trying to find safety, trying to figure out what is going on. Of course, at this point, we see neighbors attacking neighbors. People in the streets uh -oh. are acting just completely ravenous. Uh, folks is are not too sure why. Is this a zombie apocalypse? It is. It is the ah! day zero of the zombie apocalypse. So... Um, the three of them are kind of driving through town until, I guess, uh, some accident happens. They break down to their truck, and uh, they just kind of make a run for it. 
So after narrowly kind of getting out of town, the more populated side of things, um, Tommy has been separated from them. Tommy's the brother, just to call back there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Joel and Sarah are uh, running through the woods. They're just about to be caught by one of these, you know, screaming, running people. And uh, ah, they're yeah, screamy, no, runny. Yeah, yeah, screamy, runny. Ah. They're, they're the loud, uh, angry zombies. Um, not the, you know, slow, brainsy zombies. Not so, the George Romero. Exactly. Um, <laughs> as they're about to catch them, uh, they get gunned down, and Joel and his daughter sees a soldier. There's a brief exchange there, uh, and he doesn't stop training his weapon on the two of them. It's very sad. He fires at them. Sarah's hit. Mm. And uh, that is a pretty brutal opening, like, 15 All right. minutes. Yeah. Uh, so then we roll the news reports. You you learn that this fungus has been spreading throughout the the, the world. It has been turning people. I was gonna say, yeah, that was my absolutely next ravenous. Right. So we do have a it's it's a fungal infection, and this becomes very important Ooh. because of what we see happen later on. So we're given this Uh-oh. title card that's a just a cacophony of newsreels and all this, and uh, then The Last of Us pops up, and then it says mm. twenty years later. So we're given that um, that opening scene um, where Joel loses his daughter, and then we see you know that day zero. Now we are twenty years later. This takes place. Um, this first little beginning portion takes place mostly in a military encampment. Things are really really tense. There's smugglers everywhere. Um, rations are like going completely out. Uh, so the game just spends Uh-oh. the first few hours showing you what shreds of humanity still look like and how desperate it is. Um, That's not good. Yeah, no, it's not good. So here in The Last of Us, we have a very classic uh, set list of zombie rules. If you get, get scratched, if you get any blood in your system, bit, anything of that nature, you're going to be infected. Uh, unfortunately, there's a little extra layer to worry about with fungal infections, and that is areas of high concentrations of spores. Um, there are mm-hmm. a lot of parts in the games where you have to go down into subway tunnels or go through uh, decrepit buildings, and you're not given a lot of options as to where to travel. So luckily, you know, you put on a, uh, uh, you know, uh, what, what like are those a gas masks? mask? Yeah, a gas mask. Yeah, I was like, is that the right word? Yeah. Yes. You put on a <laughs> gas mask, and that'll do the trick, but... Uh, it's only so reliable, and usually in these areas of high concentration, you'll see uh, the infected who've been infected for quite a while. Uh, so mm. once after the initial kind of um, angry, runny, screamy zombie, uh, the, uh, the fungus inside of the host eventually grows more and more and more and solidifies to the point where they can become completely blind because it'll, it, the fungus will literally grow over their face. So we've got some pretty Ew, yeah, gnarly wait. looking zombies here. Um, can I, I'm, I'm paying attention yeah, look to up you. The last of us. I'm going to look this up. They're called clickers. And why they're called they, that because they're are completely they blind because of the fungus growing over their eyes, but they compensate for that by clicking and using this sort of sonar, uh, reading it's oh yeah yeah did you find them yeah oh yeah so there's Mm, i wish i didn't of those and they're super duper creepy and uh i wish i didn't big old yucky boys so that's what you deal with once uh people have been infected for a while gosh we don't normally get to see a zombie apocalypse 20 years after the fact it's kind of a 
I, uh, I mean, you know, obviously zombie apocalypse is, is a reused trope, um, but it's, it's a nice way of seeing it. I'm sorry, this is, this is beautiful, but gorgeous. Uh, somebody did like an Alfonso Mucha version of a clicker and I'm oh, going to yeah. send it to you. Yeah, but it's please. like, uh, apparently a lot of people want to get like tattoos of these things. Um, <laughs> They're pretty I don't gnarly. recommend that. Yeah, this yeah, is, yeah, uh, yeah. Very scary. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you. Yeah, so, glad I um, glad I did that. Just to yeah. clarify, that is what we are dealing with. Um, so, in the twenty years since this has happened, there's obviously been no further efforts to come up with a cure. Um, humanity it's is just really pushed to the brink. Point. Yeah, and hence the title, "The Last of Us." Um, hence the population. I mean, you know, hence uh, <laughs> uh, the Last of Us. Yeah, so it, it's really just what is here left at the edge of society at the end of the world um obviously we can think of the implications there if you know anyone here is familiar with any other uh, zombie apocalyptic series or episodic type things the walking dead comes to mind you really do see that um people are the biggest threat I had to. Sorry, Rika was. You're good. Thing and it was just genuine. Anyway. For for family uh, that didn't get to see what I got to see, I got to see Connor lean off screen to mess with something that I knew was his dog, <laughs> because yep. of the face he made was the kind of face that you're like, man, you're such a dumb little creature, and I love you so much. Yeah, one of those. Definitely one, one of those. those. Anyways, so <laughs> point is, is that humans. What we learn from yes. zombie anything is that humans are the worst. Yep, absolutely. Is that the where you're going with this? Yes. So, um, yeah, the the first kind of thing you do is you're. Yeah, I mean, Joel has kind of undertaken this life of he's he's a survivor. He's had to get his hands dirty, and that's just kind of implied there in the first few hours of the game. So he goes and meets up some old smuggler buddy, and he beats the heck out of him and shoots him, and you know, it's just like, wow, this is where we are. Um, Bummer. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's kind of brutal. But then they run into a friend who, uh, well, I say friend, uh, friend is a an very acquaintance, term. perhaps. Yeah, right. Uh, who they know as the leader of the Fireflies. The Fireflies are a big right. kind of important. They're they're essentially it's that one series that Fox canceled in its prime. Yes, yes. Rest in peace. Got it. I know. Uh, <laughs> no, Sad but. Times. Uh, so they're, they're essentially seen as, like, they're, I don't know, kind of abolitionist, anarchist, kind of. They're rising up against the military encampments, but they really are genuinely uh -huh. trying to help people, or so they say. So they run into the current leader of the Fireflies, whose name is Marlene. Uh, Marlene says she has a very important package for them to deliver, essentially, and she'll make it worth their while. Um, so they uh, kind of... Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So they reconvene, and uh, she shows them the package, and it is a little girl by the name of Ellie. Um, oh. What? Yeah, I say little girl. She's probably like fifteen when the game starts. No, I that's think. little. Yeah, so, so she's pretty young, uh, and they're like, "What are you? We're not like human trafficking. What is this?" And uh, yeah. she's like, "There's something you need to see." So they pull up her sleeve, and she has been bitten. And they say that that happened two weeks ago. Now, the most that somebody will, uh, you know, stay human 
after being bitten or infected is usually about a couple hours to a day. Whoa! Yeah, so she got bit weeks ago, and um, they believe that if they get her to, like, one of their main facilities, I think it's actually in, like, Salt Lake City or something like that. Hey! Uh, hey, yeah. Uh, they can use that to find a cure, um, which is, like, the first shred of hope that anyone has kind of seen or thought of in oh, a long, wow. long time. Okay. So, yeah, so it's kind of a big deal. Uh, so Joel, his companion Tess, uh, and Ellie start to undertake this. Uh, of course, it's very begrudgingly. Uh, it's very dangerous sure. in and out of these military encampments where people are living. Um, desperation is the name of the game as far as the theme and just the overall feeling tone of, Actually, of the game. Actually, the name of the game is The Last of Us. No, I, I, you, I, you know what? I, I disagree. I've changed it to Desperation. <laughs> <laughs> Desperation. <laughs> you know no. what? I hear. I hear your very nice title Point of taken. The Last of Us, and I'd like to. Um, <laughs> do you take constructive criticism? I. Um, I think it would be more fitting if it was Desperation. <laughs> yes. So hire me, naughty so. dog. Um, yes. Yeah, so we start to undertake this uh, this quest that turns out to be a lot longer than originally anticipated. Uh, yeah, it's fourteen hours apparently. Yes, yes. So uh, they were initially just going to meet up with some fireflies, like on the edge of the city, um, a few miles out. And I think the game begins in Washington, D.C. I don't quite remember. It's been a while since I've actually played through it. Um, but uh, they get there, and the fireflies they were supposed to meet up with are dead so. And the military's on the uh -oh. way. And Tess Aww. is like, hey, I am definitely bit and probably going to die. Because on the way there, oh, they no. ran into a bunch of those nasty clickers. Yeehaw. So that is kind of one of the inciting incidents that snowballs the game into it just being Joel. Uh -oh. Yeah, well, um, so Joel and Ellie kind of decide to go off. Uh, he initially... They, they, you know, contemplate either taking her back to the city and finding somebody else. And then she says, like, that was everyone. There's nobody else. I, I And so they... That was the last of us! That was uh, the last of us! Wait, wait. Roll credits. Ding. Roll credits. Um, <laughs> no, so uh, they undertake this kind of journey towards the west where they know there are allegedly more fireflies. And... Um, Man, there is so much here. So I'm going to skip ahead quite a lot and just say... Um, things happen from the things way happen. From, from things DC happen. A lot of dangerous Listen. things happen. A lot of unique characters along the way. Some really likable people die. We see some brothers. Oh, shoot. Very sad eventually. Anyway, here we are at the middle of the game. All right. And middle they of the game. are getting closer and closer to Salt Lake City. It's, uh, it's getting colder and uh, they get to this hospital where they are so hoping and so certain that there will be fireflies. Wham, wham. There's not. Uh, there's Aww. just a bunch of thugs who, like, probably Man. eat people and do bad things. What? Wait, yeah, so they get now, into this whole... Now we've whole got Wendigos. Yeah, I got, you got people we've munchers. we got some cannibals. And, Aww, yeah, nah, just a bunch of nasties all over this That's American wasteland. Yeah, not all great. Right. All right. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, right around the middle point, we hit a pretty interesting uh, speed bump in that in this uh, kind of shootout, Joel has a pretty nasty tumble 
He falls out of like it's it's a balcony story in a hospital or something. Uh oh. Yeah. So it's well, it's the second floor, not super bad, but okay, it does land but... on a metal kind of spike. Ah! Oh, pretty nasty. Really, Wait, really not should good. Should I ask where he lands? Uh, yeah. It la- I mean, it it goes like through on his, his body. His yeah, the lower part of his torso. He lands on his back Ooh, and it goes through there. Oh, that's not great. Yeah. So. Uh, that's that's not the kind of thing you can just walk away from, I feel Well, like. that's exactly what he, what he tries to do, uh, but it doesn't what? go so well. How do you? Yeah. Well, he gets uh, up and, and Ellie is trying to hurry him along because there's still a bunch of psycho shooty boys around. Sure. Uh, and eventually he collapses and then the title card says, Winter. So we're just kind of like, okay, what? well, what happened? Yeah, we're left wondering yeah. there for a Hello? while. Okay. Well, All right. this is this is the point I wanted to get to. It's one of the turning points uh, in the game uh-huh. because, uh, you know, up until this point, you've been playing as Joel, you know, going along, sneaking around, crafting, shooting all the boys. Uh, typical third-person action, stealth, whatever. Um, but now you're playing as Ellie. So the question there is like, oh. what happened to Joel? Yeah, so. that's a little unnerving now. It is. Yes, uh, it is. I'm scared to find the answer, Connor. Well, they certainly keep us on the edge of our seats for a while because we're just kind of ah. playing as a uh, we're playing as Ellie, and she's like super quiet, and you know, eventually starts to elude that she's gathering food and ideally medicine for a sick Joel. Uh, so he's ideally. alive. He's yeah no no it's it's uh, it just takes a while to really let us know that he's okay. Uh, I Fine, say okay, right. he's like super super not good. He's uh, he's got these high fevers. He's constantly shaking. Mm. Really can't mm. move very well. So mm. his body's kind of falling apart, and Ellie is desperately yeah. looking for medicine. Um, oh man, at this just point, just put it, some Neosporin on it. I'm sure it'll yeah, be fine. Yeah, yeah, that'll clear it right. You just up. need a band aid. Yeah, just just give it a little kiss. Um, <laughs> this is it's one of the cr- the beginning of one of the craziest little kind of chapters of the game. Um, she runs into some people. They run into some clickers. Uh, they <clears throat> narrowly escape these guys, and these people are like, "Yeah, we've got medicine. We've got this and that. Come on back to our thing." Um, then she does, and wham wham, more cannibals. Uh, no, I was yeah. gonna say, why does everything sound shifty? Because it is. I feel like it's shifting. Ah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, so they have yet another horrific experience. This game, let me tell you, it just gets bleak. Um, what? So another horrible thing happens there, there, and uh, they narrowly escape with their lives. Joel and Ellie are kind of reunited. Uh, he is strong enough to get up and move around at this point. Because he put uh, Neosporin on. Because he put a little bit of Neosporin on his tummy I'm and he felt yep. better. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So uh, from this point, it is just really like the two of them trying their best some more. Uh, eventually, they make it doing to this. Doing what they can. Doing what they can. They make it to this little settlement where they actually run to Tommy, his brother. Um, hey. Yeah. Okay. Who used to roll with the fireflies. And uh, it, it seems like they really have things kind of solidified around here. It's, is it Bozeman? I think it might be Bozeman, Montana or something like that. All right. 
I know it's 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 really cool. But anyway, um, Montana. Yeah, right. So they they getting run some good this, Montana representation. Yeah, yeehaw. Uh, they are at this little settlement. They, you know, talk with Tommy the brother and try and see if there are any fireflies left around. And he refers them to like this last ditch effort. Um, hmm. So they go there, and it is a hell and a half to get there. Um, but they is make Tommy it. even a firefly? Is no, Tommy he he's he hasn't been for a long time. But but ah. he, he knows like where they would be. Oh, so, okay. Oh man, I I might not even be telling this correctly at this point. But uh, this is like the I wouldn't know. I love this. Nah, that's okay. This is I'm so enthralled, man. Uh, I'm like, oh man, so I gotta watch this now. I gotta play this now. It's so good. Um, so they send them uh, off this way and again they go through a hell and a half finally get to this place the fireflies are there uh, oh hallelujah this, oh hallelujah indeed they say that they can like they they can use what ellie has to find a cure they can manufacture that because they have like the one person there who who knows how um, nice yeah i know it's like this one of the last wow uh, whatever cranial physicians he he was a brain doctor essentially so anyway uh, they go to that and then joel uh meets back up with marlene he's like oh my gosh you don't know we went through to get here and she's like i'm so proud of you i love you and he's like so what now and she's like yeah the procedure's gonna kill ellie and he's like wait a minute what uh, <laughs> and then wait what yeah no that's wait. what that's what he said, and that's what everyone said. And he goes, wait, no. And she goes, yeah, it's probably going to kill her. And he's like, what's the procedure? So they basically have to remove part they of the brain. They got a drainer. Uh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. I, I think was the, the deal, and it, like, there was a 0% chance of survival. Um, uh, that sucks. But all right. yeah, she she said like all along like that's what she wanted to do and blah blah blah. And Joel's like, yeah no. Uh, so he picks up. Ellie. I don't care. <laughs> he, he picks up the unconscious Ellie of whom they are just about to operate on and effectively Yike. kill. Uh, and he's like, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and not. And then he shoots everybody. <laughs> Wait, hold Joel on. Joel shoots everybody. Joel, um, Joel, so he shoots his way out. He's got an unconscious here. Ellie. He runs into Marlene there at the end, and she's like, you can't do this. You cannot do this. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, but I'm gonna. And then he shoots her. Um, ah. Well, she's got a gun train but on him I'm or gonna. something, I, I think, at this point. Um, uh, but what happens is, so they are driving away. They're going back to, I think, where, uh, where Tommy, his brother, had kind of situated. Uh, and Ellie regains consciousness. Eventually, they have the conversation where she's like, what happened? Where am I? Uh, so he explains that after prepping for surgery and doing some tests, they learned that there was nothing they could do. <gasps> oh, no. Um, and I don't remember exactly what he told her, but it, he said something. That was essentially what he said. And the final lines of the, uh, of the game are it's, it's her confronting him again about it. And she says, swear to oh. me everything, uh, do, or do you swear that everything you've told me is true? And he looks at her and he says, yeah. And that's, uh, the, that's the end of the Oh, game. no. Oh, no. Now, I just want to put you in the back seat or of, like, 
what this ending meant for folks playing the game in 2013. The next game Please came do. out 2020. So, we didn't even know oh! we were getting any sort of sequel. That was just oh, like the absolute dear. ambiguous bomb drop of the video game century. <laughs> oh! Oh, I you, you pardon me for just a second while I I text my cohort. <laughs> They're going to get some text of like, "What do you know? What do you know about this?" And Oh, mama mia. Yeah, it was it was a it was a painful time. And I say that I'm actually a bit of a phony. I didn't play the game until 2015 when it was remastered on the PS4. But Nice. Uh it was still a a wait and a half, if you will. There, sent it. <laughs> yes. We'll see what they have to say. I sent we'll in all caps, see. what do you know, what can you tell me of The Last of Us? <laughs> Alright, so, so I probably just butchered. That was the foggiest and least <laughs> least important you know, uh, explanation I've given. But I... I e I want, I want to give you more credit than that, sir. <laughs> I want to give you more credit because here's the thing is... Even even to you, if that was butchered and foggy and crappy, it was still enough to make me be like, so when do I get to play? Oh, yeah, absolutely. One of the coolest narratives. in. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if we really mentioned this because we said, like, you know, that I wasn't familiar with this family. Right. I don't know a thing. <laughs> I haven't played this. I haven't seen this. We just decided we were going to go ham on this one and I was going to oh, get yeah. to sit back and be a little bit of a peanut gallery and get told a story. And I did get told a story and <laughs> I am for it. I'm so excited. That was, I'm in, I'm in, I'm well, sold. Thank you. There's, there's Sounds quite a great. few uh, little side stories along the way that I, I had to just skip over altogether, but they are so good. Uh, the characters have so much depth. They're given so much life behind with the actors, and they used some awesome. serious motion capture technology with this one, um, right down to the fact that they had the voice actors playing them physically as well. Um, oh, I love it when games do that. I know, right? It was so. Oh, cool. I don't know. It just makes me happy. Like, like they did that for Rango. I know that Rango's not. A game, <laughs> yeah. But, like, they did that for Rango. Have you seen like uh, behind the scenes footage of, of filming Rango? I, I don't think so. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> I love that movie though. That's excellent. Yeah, it's um, it's a great movie. It's a great oh, it's way so that they smart. did that. And, uh, I, I want to say that it's perfect. <laughs> Right well, anyway, point is, is motion capture, and I love mo -cap. it. Mocap, uh, it's it's so good. Every simple mo movement from when you are in control and, you know, playing the game to when you're just watching a cutscene, it just feels so fluid and so natural. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what they did for Gollum, right? Yeah. Is, and, and they were, they were going to just, I don't know, I, just, I feel the need to plug motion capture now Do but it. they andy circus andy circus was just supposed to voice Gollum, right. and then he was like no, no let me show you what i got and just just did <laughs> it so and, cool yeah absolutely and it's there there is something to humans being able to actually yeah. be humans even if right. it's animated it's it's just so well i think it's what keeps it from entering into an uncanny valley Mm, yeah to the point of sympathy i think i think probably when you have a game that's a zombie apocalypse game and you want to foster this much empathy mm -hmm. you should probably be doing everything that you can to be as human like as possible or yeah. else people are going to be like why do i care <laughs> absolutely so that's there you go that's that so i want to talk a little bit rant. more about the the production the reception and just kind of the after effects of this game oh yes please do i'm but so ready 
For Lecture me. Why don't we take a bathroom break? Because we've made Oh, it. I could go for that. Yes, we made it all the way through the story, and I think our audience has deserved a little brevity. A brevity? On this brevity. podcast? <laughs> Good point. Hope you guys like this ad, because it's going to be extra spicy and dark. <laughs> Hello, friends. This is your spicy, spicy ad break. Uh, I'm going to just lay out some ground rules. I didn't actually bring the spice very much with this one. I just wanted to talk a little bit more about the game that we're still talking about. Uh, the thing is, during Vale and I's discussion, I did not once mention how fantastic the multiplayer was. There is a multiplayer uh, mode there in the first game called Factions, wherein you play a, kind of a team deathmatch type deal with uh, the same gameplay mechanics of the core game, minus some of the crafting and other more intricate, you know, single player stuff they have. Um, but you are either on the side of, I believe it's the Fireflies, or just some, you know, thuggy, straggler, marauder type dudes. And it's just, uh, you go heads to head, and you, you, you shoot each other, and uh, it's a lot of fun. I don't know. Go to old video game stuff. So just thought I'd uh, throw a little attention there. I actually played it quite a bit um, right after graduating high school and had a pretty good time with it there for a bit. So just wanted to make a bit of a callback there and say uh, thank you, Factions Multiplayer, for, for being fun and weird. and. I feel like I would be absolutely remiss to leave out uh, at least a callback to that. So shout out to Naughty Dog for making a good old, complete old game. Love you guys. Uh, sorry about the lack of spice again. If you want some real spice, go watch Race by Wolves on HBO. It's a good show. See ya. Welcome you back. You were right. Yeah. That was a spicy, that was a spicy I ad. know, mm, I can still taste that My mouth that one. is still burning, yep. yeah. Hot. Okay, well, speaking of still burning, um, that soundtrack oh, I, is that's still a... absolute fire. Are you joking me? So they got this composer, his name, I want to get this right, it's uh, Gustavo Santon, oh man, I wrote it down, but my handwriting's so bad. <laughs> Do you want me uh, to look it up? Yeah, I'm going to look it up because right. I, 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 this man deserves the, re- the credit of his name being pronounced right. Composer. Composer. Let's look at this guy. Gustavo oh, Santaolala? Santaolasha. Olaya. That, <laughs> I, I was going to say, this, so this feels Brazilian. Santaolala. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a gorgeous name, though. He's a gorgeous man. He plays... Uh, the guitar for a lot of the actual recordings um, behind nice. this and it it just comes and goes it gives it this really wistful sort of like i i know Ooh. i haven't really it's hard to express how good a soundtrack is in and just when i'm talking about it but look it up um so we talk a, a little bit about his own performance and a li- little bit about Kay. mocap i want to talk about where that meets in the middle and something that was so marvelous that could really only happen with a game like this. And that is, I think it's called A Night of the Last of Us or uh, more commonly The Last of Us Live, where they got a few of the core cast members, the composer and uh, some other folks who worked on the game together and they performed like some of the core scenes of the story and Whoa. some of the music live. It was so cool. You can watch what? it on YouTube. It's all there. It's I was all gonna incredible. Say, I, I have looked up so many things, and here's one more. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> what's it called it's, again? Uh, just check out The Last of Us Live. It should come right up. It's the about Last an hour long. The Last of Us Live. But it's so cool. 
Um, oh yeah, right there. Whoa, whoa. No, yeah. uh, so I, I, I don't even like. I just mm. have my cursor hovering over it, and there's just this rad shot of some mm-hmm. guy carrying this girl and screaming, and that's I hover over probably, it. Probably, yeah, that's probably Troy Baker. Girl and face. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm so. Uh, oh, and then the next one underneath that is uh, Gustavo playing the guitar. Yeah, there we go. And there's a song, and they sing. Hey, all right, all right, all right, all right. This oh, is gonna be so good. Great. I'm, I'm not closing this tab. Yeah. So to our audience, love it, love check it, love it. Last of Us Live. If you just want to get a nice, good, uh, hour-long shotgun blast of this game. <laughs> uh, I'm for it. Yeah. Listen, I uh, love that. That's so cool. That's I know, so cool, I know. Man. And it was very experimental, and they came out and so said good. that there at the beginning. They're like, we don't really know how this is gonna go or how you guys are gonna like it, but we're gonna try it. I out. love that. And it was Listen, a really now cool I'm gonna project. write about this. Yeah. This no, is so I, awesome. I love it. I'm such a fan. Um. So uh, now, obviously, there's. I, I just want to throw back the uh, critical reception and say, like, how was this game received yeah. when it first came out? Uh, it won dozens and dozens of Game of the Year awards. All right. Like Very 10 good. out of 10 across the board. People were gaga for this game. Um, you would be, uh, you would be uh, in short supply of finding a review that gave it less than like a nine or 10 out of 10. Oh, wow. Um, all right. Yeah, no, you know, all there right, was right, also right. just the uh, the YouTube Let's Play culture really added to kind of the popularity. Uh, a lot of the big names back in the day were it playing through that. this one. and Yeah, and, and there is no better advertisement than word of mouth. So It's uh, true. It's true. Uh, this this was a game that was, you know, on, on a lot of people's lips for, for years. And um, I didn't even mention that. Well, I, I guess I loosely mentioned but the fact, but they did remake it for the PlayStation 4 in 2015, mm. a couple years later. Um, and just seeing that difference uh, in, in a couple years, I mean, it's it's so gorgeous. Um, oh, awesome. Maybe uh, someday we'll, we'll talk about the uh, part two. That is quite a lot to chew on uh so we're just gonna focus on the first one today but yeah um, i want to talk about one of the reasons why we picked it for this month uh i was gonna say is, tell the yes. children why tell we're the only children focusing on the first why. one tell the children well Connor. there was a uh dlc that was subsequently released i think it was like six or eight bucks uh for the game called left behind uh and that dlc kind of answers the question of how did ellie get bit what happened um, it's alluded to a couple times throughout the game that she was somewhere she shouldn't have been with her best friend, uh, and they both got mm. bit. Her best friend didn't make it, but she did. So it's okay. pretty intense. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now we're kind of finally given that uh, that perspective. So I guess effectively it is a, a, a prologue or a prequel in that regard, um, but it will also hop between moments of when she is like, trying to survive and trying to find all these things for Joel. So it goes back and forth between uh, her time with her best friend and these very simplistic, like they, they snuck out to the mall, essentially. They are both orphans mm. living in this military oh. encampment. Yeah, it's very sad. Uh, and they snuck out to the mall to have fun, which for these kids who have been born into this dead world, that's something yeah. rare. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh yeah. While they're have you, there, have you just just to jump in, just to jump yeah, in with that? Please. Uh, have you heard um, where someone was talking about how like they couldn't understand why, like in Chronicles of Narnia, Edmund mm. sells out his family essentially for 
candy. Sweets. Yeah. They were like, for real? For real? Why would you do that? And they were just like, can can you just zoom out a little bit and consider mm-hmm. this isn't just a kid. This is a kid in wartime London. Yeah. Right. And how desperate kids can get for candy for the mall so just mm. i just wanted to throw i just wanted to throw that in there of just yeah. like well, every that time same idea yeah like every, you think anytime... oh that's so dumb why would you do this well because they're kids and they don't have exactly. any control over their lives yeah you live without that as an adult right, and you right. you get back to me on how then, successful yeah, how happy you are awesome decisions come on yeah come i on dare now. i pfft. I, listen, I live a great life, and I still don't trust mm. myself to make 100% Word. awesome decisions at all times. So. <laughs> Same. But anyway, so they sneak out to the mall to have yes, fun for once in their the little mall. lives. And they do have fun, and it's awesome. Great. And then it goes horribly wrong. Ba, 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 ba. There are so course, many zombies. Because we can't have nice things. Yeah. Why can't we have nice things? So they absolutely I'm going to write nice a things. zombie something where it's all nice things. That'd be good. Right. That'd be really good. Let's do uh, yeah. uh, uh, Warm Bodies 2, the squeakquel. I After. threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that no, at all. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll table that one for later. Yeah, yeah, we but will. I want to consider it. Um, <laughs> no, so uh, they... Uh, <clears throat> I, I don't remember her best friend's name because it has been the longest time since I've played um, Left Behind. But she and her uh, Ellie and her best friend are kind of back into a literal corner, uh, oh. and uh, out of a moment in brief excitement, they kiss, and it's just this oh. innocent, like they, you know, they're both fifteen, they're both kind of at the cusp of like understanding that thing better, and yeah. you see this kind of sense of realization in both their eyes, and it's a really profoundly beautiful moment. I I I thought it was great. Oh. Um, yeah, so it, it's a sweet moment, and then shortly after, I think they both get bit. Or rather, I think it's... I don't remember exactly, but I, I they both get infected. I think what happens is her best friend gets bit, and then Ellie decides to stay with her, or maybe they decide to both turn together uh, or something like that. Oh, but then her friend no. turns, and she doesn't. So. <gasps> no! Yeah, it's, it's very sad. Uh, so oh, I hate it. Yeah, you you can fill in the blanks it. there, but I don't want That's what leads into her meeting Joel a couple weeks later. So it's all right. Right. So that that is kind of the whole scope of of the story there. Um, playing that after I had played the main game really gave a lot more depth and. Um, I guess explained a lot about uh, Ellie's character. I was gonna ask. So, what do you think that DLC did for the rest of the game? Because really I, I'd hate for it to be like a mm. J.K. Rowling coming out on Twitter there after the point and being like, <laughs> "Oh, by the way, you know, Ellie's gay." Yeah, no, I'd hate for it no, to be that kind of moment. But <laughs> you're already feeling pretty kindly towards it. So tell me, tell me your experience and what happened. Um. Yeah, so I, I just remember, like, I was, you know, a lot younger when I first played through it, and I just remember thinking, like, what? it was just so sweet and so... It, it felt like it really just filled in a lot of blanks I had about who Ellie was. Um, and, I mean, this is a kid who was going through hell and who has been through yeah. hell and continues to find new hells. And, I mean, just to see all that strength but still see that humanity and that love that mm. she can still carry and, and oh. share... Uh, the second game is a lot darker. Um, 
but uh, I will say there's there's a big chunk of the game when uh, she's traveling with her girlfriend, and there's like a lot of really just hey. kind, uh, kind-hearted banter. Oh. It's it's good stuff. Um, so yeah, there's uh, all right. There's there's a lot of really good things we see kind of throughout the series, just as far as. Um, you know, these these lights in the dark is kind of a, a core idea. Obviously, we see that faction of the mm-hmm. Fireflies representing that idea. Um, uh, and although there is a lot of moral ambiguity to the game, one thing we know is that these characters are doing their best to survive, and they are finding humanity where they can. Um, so that's something okay. that I think this game does that is really unique and special, That you know, compared to... Um, any other shoot zombie video game it's just it's it's the humanity at the core of it all i think is why it's been given so much longevity i'm i'm i mean i'm replaying it now it's it's fantastic um but i think that's awesome yeah that's why i can stand on his legs because it's just so good and it's so uh like you said um easy to empathize with these characters well i mean like i think so zombies have been around at least in pop culture and media since like what the 60s and the fact that they consistently come back Mm. with different adaptations like different aspects to them different yeah (laughs) Yeah. just just different iterations different iterations um what does that say about us as a society when we need to keep going back to these zombies I'm not even going to take the time to answer that one because I feel like that one's super long. What I want to focus on is how much I love what zombies do when somebody says, I want to experiment with zombies. I want to take this. Let me put a couple of spins on it and like, let's see what happens. Let's see what shakes loose. And so like, we talked a little bit this about um, in like 28 days later, right? Where we're just like, what yeah. what sort of things do you start to pull out when you try to remove society? Like, it's just integral things about our society, about our cultures, potentially cultures. Right. Um, and, and you have to re-examine things, kind of like the pandemic has done. With this story, just, just again, having never played it from an outside perspective, um, it just sounds like another delicious look at what happens when you take humanity away and how do people find it. And what I think is mm. so fascinating, um, just, just from hearing you speak about it, is the fact that there are cannibals. Yeah. Oof! Oof, that's a big one. Just the It's fact getting that, harder like, and harder to distinguish like, who the real monsters are. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. I just think that's. I just think that's wacky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. So then, I guess my other question is just again to keep it within yay pride. Is yay pride. I. I think have I mentioned my uh, my feelings about zombies and the way that they parallel political attitudes of the moment. I don't know. Let's. Uh, let's talk about. It. Okay, well, I don't want to get too far into it because I, I think in order to do it justice, we really got to go back to the beginning. I sure. think we need to. <laughs> I, will, I will do this more in depth whenever we talk Great. about Night of the Living Dead. Awesome. Um, whatever that'll be. But for now, what I'm going to say is I think that zombies, however they're depicted in their media, have a tendency to embody and otherwise personify some of the cultural and political mindset of the time. That's happening. Okay. So, like, um, you know, there's a difference between zombies being used as, like, mindless consumers. Yeah. 
and sort of representing the right or zombies being really uh, outrageous and aggressive. That's the word I was looking World for. World War Z kind of zombies. Being, exactly. And being perceived <laughs> as just warmongering people. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to, I'm just going to go ahead and leave it as vague as that. No. Yeah. I, I like as it. Vague no, as I, that. I, I see what um, you mean though. There's, they, they yeah. become different threats while uh, we kind of ebb and flow through our, our ideals as to what is a threat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think, I think zombies do this really good thing about personifying specifically the other, like capital O other mm. because it's us, but not. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's it, they really are just the the zombies really are just the shell of mm-hmm. who we are. But what fascinates me about this is that one you have gay, and two the idea that this is a fungus that splits open a face and grows over eyes <laughs> to the point where they have to develop different kinds of communication. Yeah, that to me, I think I I wonder. If the two are connected, I have to wonder if the two are connected, if there is some thing to be said in here, or it, it does this kind of take us back to what we were talking about with Carmilla of, is it just nice to be represented? Is it just nice to be right. seen? Yeah. I don't have an answer for that. Hmm. Maybe I will I. later when we call her, when we do Last of Us part two, but yeah, part two, it is uh, for a now. lot more thematically prominent. Um, in uh, part two, actually, and we'll, we'll discuss this more when we discuss it, but there is um, there is a transgender character who is... Hey um, Yeah, who's there, so it's it, there's a continued representation. Um, but again, we'll, we'll discuss that a, li- a little bit more when we kind of sure. undertake that whole thing, because that game is even longer than this one. Oh, bah, good. Bah, 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 Maybe bah. we'll have to do a two-part podcast episode. Mm, let's consider it. Mm. Maybe. We'll, we'll get there when we get there. So, yeah, so I would love to hear other people's thoughts and feelings about this. What I'm going to say is that if the idea of this game is to be those fireflies, is to be little mm. lights of humanity in an otherwise very bleak world... I will say that is a wonderful message for Pride. Yeah. That is a wonderful message for June as as we are trying to overcome a lot of problems. Absolutely. <laughs> as we're trying as we're trying to navigate a lot of social mores and we're trying to uh, permeate uh, love in mm. this society. I think we cling to those wholesome little moments. And we really start to value that. Like when people, when people ask me about like pride and how I view it, pride to me is not the parades. It's just the fact that like throughout June, you get to see a lot of those little moments of wholesome activities. You just get to see a lot of community bonding, a lot of solidarity, a lot of like, usually I, I laugh because it seems like every June, and every Ace Awareness Week, I will get one new person that comes and asks me about my experience. Mm, that's so and nice. they're just like, um, I don't know where I'm at right now. And I'm like, I love this for you. I love <laughs> that you are on this journey. Happy Pride, my sister, my brother, and my whatever you are. <laughs> Happy Pride, let's do this Very together. Cool. So that's, that's what I'm going to leave with is having yeah. taken your summary. And this is my just immediate assumption of it. Happy Pride. Mm. Happy Pride, Happy Pride, y'all. Fireflies. Stay proud. Stay spooky. And don't breathe in fungus. And don't breathe in fungus. See you next week. Oh, y'all. gosh. I still can't believe I looked up those pictures. Of <laughs> <fungus>. <laughs> They're nasty, huh? <laughs> <laughs>
The Good, The Rad, and The Spooky was created and written by us, Connor Wood and Vale McComb. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for updates, new episodes, recommendations, and inordinate amounts of pictures of our podcast mascot, Spooky the Cat, at Good Rad Spooky. Please support us by liking, subscribing, and even reviewing. Intro song and ads were written and performed by Connor. Special thanks to Ned Wilcock for the logo artwork.